Alrighty, alrighty. <clears throat> Good evening, everyone. Thank you for rejoining us here this evening on a very uh, special time here on the Love Man's Radio Show podcast. We do apologize for the interruption earlier, but, you know, it's all about podcasting, but we are back <laughs> here to give you um, a great show here. And I do have a great guest uh, this evening with us. Just want to say thank you for joining me again, wherever you are, driving home, going to work um, here on this uh, Thursday evening on December 16th, 2021. Christmas is around the corner next Saturday, eight more shopping days to go. That's less for all of us. And we say goodbye to uh, 2021 in a few uh, more days right after that. Unbelievable. Welcome back uh, um, to your favorite radio show again on all platforms. It's the Love Man Radio Show podcast. I am your host, The Love Man. Uh, season two rolls in with episode number 13. <clears throat> Every episode is available on demand on the Anchor app on anchor.fm slash The Love Man. Spotify, iTunes, and Overcast can also be downloaded from the Google Play Store to get exclusive um, episodes that you have missed. I want to thank all my guests. Uh, that I've had uh, from season one and season two that's made this journey possible. Without you, this show would not be here. So thank you for supporting me. Thank you for continuing to support me. And I look forward to season three next year in 2022 as well. <clears throat> you can also catch my uh, inside look on how the show first came about on my exclusive YouTube channel at Loveman Number One. Also get also, don't forget to uh, get exclusive merchandise uh, from T-Search to Masses from the Love Men's podcast um, as well for you um, into support of the show as well. If you're celebrating a birthday, happy birthday to you. If you're celebrating an anniversary today, anybody out there, happy anniversary to you as well. All right. So this evening, I have a special treat for you. Save the best for last, as I said early on before. Uh, last show of the year, we kick into high gear to tell you a little bit about my special guest here this evening. Uh, she is from Lakeview, New Jersey, grew up on the farmland in Hallwood, New Jersey. She modeled for years, okay, raised her son and then got back in the game. As a poet, Daniel Simmons uh, heard her poetry. She performed poetry at his book signings, co-producer of Def Jam Poetry, Russell Simmons. She traveled the country doing comedy for years uh been in the game doing her thing uh for about 11 years now now uh concentrating on shorts and wheels of writing we learn how to trade the market here to tell us all about it and more and we i i'm so delighted to welcome her please help me welcome my guest miss miss amira ryan's hi sean hey everybody how, how are you, you? Doing. Yes, we are here live. Finally, right? I love it. Finally. <laughs> the nation. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we're rolling good. We're rolling good. Yes, we're rolling good. Thank you for, you know, taking some time out of your busy schedule. Um, you know, to come and give me um, a chance here on my podcast. Um, I know schedules are tight these days. Uh, you're doing amazing things around, um, you know, uh, around the world, you know, traveling. And, um, you know, you're here to tell us all about, you know, your comedy career and also a little bit about trading stock, you know, crypto and all that great stuff. So thank you for just taking some time out tonight. Absolutely, my absolute pleasure. We're talking about my two passions right now, especially comedy, always. And, yes. And, and then trading and cryptocurrency and how yeah. it all correlate or it's going to correlate soon. It's going to blow some people's minds. Some people will be like, what? Huh? But don't worry. Just get on the bandwagon. It's our Bitcoin moment. Just hear right. me out and go Google it. Do your work, but get on the bandwagon. This is our Bitcoin moment yes <laughs> <laughs> never mind you could worry about that later just go get some yeah right <laughs> get some. and yeah and, and and you know at the end of the day who does not want to make some extra income these days you know who doesn't so uh, i'm glad you're here you know to tell uh, to tell us all about it and how to do it and um and, and what's involved and all that great stuff um so we're going to talk about you know two 
uh, biggest things in your career? You know, of course, the comedy is first, and then you know we're gonna go into the marketing stuff. So uh, you know, I introduced you. I uh, hope you love the introduction. Um, I guess you can. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. I guess you can tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you started out. I mean, I know earlier we were talking. You know, I I uh, first met you at the Queen of the Mic show back in uh, 2014. That was an awesome show. You were there supporting. And, um, you know, we just went off from there, you know, started following each other on our uh, both pages. And uh, here we are. Absolutely. That was a boss show. It was all females. We had females in there playing instruments, singing. Yeah, that was awesome. Comedy, uh, R&B, uh, rapping. I mean, any kind of anything in the arts uh, under that genre. Uh, yes. Under that umbrella, we had a little bit of that in there for you dancing. I mean, it was just awesome energy. It was an awesome show. I love it because it just goes to show that we can put a dope show together, man. Give us a small Absolutely. Budget. Us women, we going to do it. We do this stuff all day, every day. You absolutely know? absolutely that was just amazing because you know sometimes it's it's you know a bunch of shows that you go to you don't really see you know a lot of respect given to the ladies you know so i think that night was the stepping stone for me as an artist coming out there and seeing you know how women can do it just absolutely. as good or better than men i'm sorry <laughs> absolutely absolutely that's that's fine we'll take it trust me i don't know any woman that's gonna be like oh no sure don't say that right right we'll take that <laughs> we will definitely most certainly take it yes um, yes and it's it the camaraderie was also fantastic like i'm still in you know touch with all of those women Oh yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yes. Shout out to Queen Blue. She was actually on my show. Yeah, she was actually on my show um, back in November um, of 2020, actually. And um, she came out with a book. Uh, she was, you know, on here talking about her book. Um, and uh, yeah, shout out to her. You know, she's Queen still doing her thing. Peace, Queen. That's my sister. I actually got her training. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Wow. Oh, that's all. You know what? Yeah, I did see that. I believe on your um on your page. So yeah, congrats to that. I'll trade. I sure do. Um, yeah. She's very interested in it. Changing her life. She has to step away for a little while, but she's she's definitely interested in trading. I got her on her journey to trade. Wow. Say that. Yeah. 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 Only absolutely. She loved it. We loved having her. She learned quickly. Um, and it just it's something. You have to put your head down for it and have at least an hour a day to learn. And I got I tell you. Anybody, if you don't have an hour a day, it may not be the time for you. Come see me, holler at me when you got an hour a day to invest in yourself. And it's not saying that you don't invest um, inside your household, but it's different when you invest in yourself. You invest in your husband, the kids, the wife, yeah. the yeah, brother, the sister. Some of us help our elderly parents. You know, so we invest and we're pulled eight different ways. But I need when you can sit down for one hour and put all of that aside, concentrate on you. When you can do that, you'll learn how to trade. And it's some, and I get it. Some people just can't do it right now. They, their hands are full. You know, yeah. when you do get the time, it's not because $99 it costs for the class. It wasn't about the money. Sometimes it's about the time. It's right. Time. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. How was your, how was your, um, I, I'm, you know, I've been meaning to ask you this, um, and I know you had a great time, your amazing trip to Houston. I know, you know, you had a, a blast. It was Houston, right? Yeah, I did go to Houston. Right, okay. You, like you sent me an outline, you want to find an outline or we're just jumping all over? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. I'm just, you know what it is? I think we waited so long to do this. So it's like, we, 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 we're just going in. Yeah. I, I, don't mind um, uh, jumping all over at all. Um, uh, my trip to Houston, it changed my life, actually. I wanted, I guess I All right, hopefully we're good now. Hopefully we're good. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I love so I tell you, you had me hot flashing around here. I like it. I hope you recorded all of that. That is so good. I love stuff like that. It just makes you grow. It makes you make you want to fly. Get it together. Yes, me? yes. I, I'm glad you enjoyed that introduction. 
<laughs> no, it sharpens your skill, and I loved the introduction. I loved it, loved it, loved it. <clears throat> Hopefully, uh, that was the last one, but we, I think we got this. I think we got this. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. All right. So welcome everyone back to our podcast. We are still going here. Just had a little glitch, but we are back here on the air. I get, I got Miss, Miss the beautiful Amaya Ryan's with me. And, uh, she's talking about her amazing career, um, when it comes to stand-up comedy and trade in the market and we're just going to go right back in. So, you know, we were talking about a little bit about your trip and um, just a little bit of how you got into the game uh, in, in terms of, you know, both amazing uh, careers. So we're just going to start with the uh, comedy part. Um, so I guess my first question, you know, to you is um, how did you get into stand, uh, stand-up comedy and how did it all begin? Well, I got into stand-up through poetry. Um, happened to be at the right place at the right time. Did a pretty snappy, funny uh, uh, poem. And okay. the comedian was around. Um, he told me, you know, oh, you think you're funny. It's always you people, you know, backstage that, you know, think you're funny. Go on stage and see if you can <laughs> make somebody laugh, you know. And I was like, whatever. And one night, my girlfriend... We, she had a big card party and it was a guy there. Uh, he turned out to be one of my best friends in this game. He had did a stupid little skit and recorded it. And he was running around town selling his video for like 10 bucks. It was so corny. It was so wow. horrible. And everybody loved it. Everybody wow. loved it. Like, oh no, don't mess that video up. Don't I was like, what? It's corny. <laughs> And I did not know he was in the room. He tapped me. Wow. Shoulder, like, Amira, are you talking about me? I was like, look, son, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I could, he was like, oh, wait a minute. You ain't even a comedian. You think you a poet. You think you can do better than that. I said, if you got laughs off that bullshit, you did. I right. promise you, one of my poems could do better than that on stage. I'm sorry. I, I could flip a poem. And he, he was like, all right, all right, I'm going to put you on stage. You, you you about to do some comedy. I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, wait. Uh, 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 uh. I need some stand-up comedian. I'm a poet. He was like, oh, no. You was in here talking about folks. <laughs> I swear that I got embarrassed into, like, for talking junk, having a big mouth. Yeah, yeah. And got put on the spot in that. And it, it actually it worked out. And wow. Again. Yeah, you know what? It's just amazing sometimes. You just don't know, like, sometimes the talent that you have inside of you. And uh, sometimes it comes out in a way that you don't even know when it's coming out. No, you and, don't. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, and uh, when I first started writing songs or, you know, even, like, going to the studio, you know, performing, I was like, man, you know, I, I know I had something in me. But it's like, as I kept doing it, it's just, you know, I, I just realized that I had more in me to give. So it's all it's always a beautiful feeling, um, you know, when when your talent comes out, you know, like that, you know, God gave us a talent. And sometimes it's like it's it's awesome to see it. Absolutely. We all have a talent. We just need to let it blossom sometimes. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, another question for you, I guess, you know, this is this is actually a good one. Um, I, I guess everybody has their own way to develop, you know, their material. What, what processes do you use to, to uh, develop your stand-up um, comedy material? Great question. Um, everyday occurrences, believe it or not. I take bits and pieces from my girlfriend's stories. Yeah. Um, from my sister, my mama, stuff that happened to me at the <laughs> store. I'll be watching other people go through stuff in line. That's yeah. Like, that's hilarious. Like, it's just a little bit a bit and piece and it all has a bit of a truth to it yeah not 100% truthful I tell people that all the time like I remember people actually someone actually got an attitude that one of my shit what do you got at this is not about you I'm mixing <laughs> it piece about five different women it's just it's not about you honey how about this it was about me and you mad because I said something about me I'm a woman and I can fit right into those shoes. So, I, you know, it's bits and pieces of everyday occurrences, 
um, uh, social media, um, um, current events. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, and, and always the holidays and black folk home because you know somebody always going to have an extra cocktail. <laughs> going to start acting up. Perfect time to write some jokes. Somebody always going to have a story. What? I love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I give you a quick joke. The other day, um, uh, yeah, it was the other day I was sitting down with someone actually for a job interview. And, uh, you know, we still have the social distance thing going on, you know. I mean, we're still not out of the woods. And as we were, as I was making the uh, the space for me and the gentleman to sit down, you know, he drags his chair all the way, I, I mean, all the way over where I, I said, well, I said, um, sir, <laughs> can you back up just a little bit? <laughs> he says, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I said, it's all right. I said, but, you know, we got to be safe. And he didn't have a mask. So I'm like, okay, you, you got to back up a little bit. We gotta back up a little bit, you know, because <laughs> we still gotta be cautious. Sure. We're not out of this whole scenario yeah. thing yet, you know. But yeah. you know, it's just crazy how people just sometimes is not aware of the surroundings and not aware of what's going on. I agree. You know, yeah, yeah. It, but it's uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm like back up a little bit. I mean, I need my space. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> but um so the next one for you is uh someone wants to know do you do you think any topics should be off limit uh when it comes on comedy and what did you think about the dave Chappelle net netflix issue that's a good one right yeah that's a good question that is an excellent question um i feel like comedians can if you could dish it yeah. You most certainly should be able to take a joke. That's how I feel about that. And yeah. I feel like as far as off limits, I don't feel like anything as a comedian is off limits. I, I don't. I feel like maybe there's a way you can you can make it funny or direct right. it. Because one of my favorite comedians I've ever seen in the world, her name is I was gonna do this at the end, but her name is Anastasia the Bold. I saw okay. her in LA. And I saw her get a standing ovation, and she talked about incest, about her wow. being sexually assaulted as a young child. Mm. And I tell you, it was the funniest, yo. That was the fun. <laughs> I, I cried and laughed, yo. It was so. That's a taboo <laughs> subject to touch. Yeah, absolutely. Taboo. taboo. When I tell you, it was hilarious. Why? Mm. Because she knew how to present it. It was well yeah. written. It was well performed, meaning she had practiced until it was perfect. It's a way about going. It's a way about about going about saying things that are 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 um, controversial. There's a way about doing it. But me as a comedian, I feel like I could say anything. It's funny. I'm going to say, why is it off limits? I just, yeah, we make jokes about any and everything and everybody, like. And I feel like Dave Chappelle had the right to say what he want. I'll do, I'll do a whole bit about uh, transvestites because I have a deep voice. I'm a female. I'm six foot tall. I wear high heels. You know, damn well I relate to the transvestites. <laughs> 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 okay, I love a, I love a fabulous bag. Okay, I yes. love five inch heels and a small doll. What? And I definitely want to be married. Of course, I relate to the transvestite. What? Yeah. <laughs> Makeup, hair, high heels. Do it. Do it all. Right. Every voice. Nobody don't know what's going on with that thing under your chin. Yeah, I've been there, did that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, I have a son. They'd be like, mm, adopt it. I'll be like, I can flash you. They'd be like, good doctor. <laughs> you can't even prove out here nowadays, sure, that you all woman. You born woman. They'd be yeah. like, mm -hmm. after that, Chris Jenner doctor. I mean, uh, what's her name? The other one. The male was, um... Oh, Bruce um... Jenner. Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner, yeah, yeah. After him, you can't, you know, so... 
But I just feel like as a comedian, you have a right to say maybe it could have been a little more polished, but hey, it is what it is. It's stand-up it, comedy, man. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, he's been around for a long time and, um, you know, to, to just, you know, piggyback. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, nothing should be off. No topic should be off limit. I mean, it's comedy for a reason, right? And, it, it, <laughs> and you know, if you can't take it, just don't come. Just right. don't come. I said the same. Why'd you buy a ticket? Right. <laughs> go watch it on Netflix. Like, why? <laughs> I just don't understand that. So you weird. know? I but uh, but but uh, thank you for your uh, opinion for that one, and thank you for the joke too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I show we going out with a bang. You know that's how we do it. <laughs> Absolutely, I love it. How we do it? Uh, what's the most memorable moment in your career so far that um, you can remember, or if you had one? Yeah, I probably do. I think I probably my first year stand up doing stand up comedy. I had my name in. Uh, on the marquee in Journal Square in Jersey. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that was dope. My friends were calling me from the city like, oh my God, we got <laughs> off the train and your name is on that marquee. I was, oh, that blew my mind. And probably this trip from Houston, they had me down there feeling like a straight celebrity down there. Oh my wow, God. Wow, wow. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, I started my show off with a cameraman and a whole video crew in front of me. Okay. And a whole video crew behind me. I came down this long corridor, like slapping hands and people cheering and hollering, screaming. It was just nuts. I had 12 people in, 100 people in there singing my song. It was, woo, woo. That's I awesome. I can't wait to get that footage. That was something else down there. That was, that, that changed my life, that trip. That was just awesome. What an awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, life-changing uh, um, business trip. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that had to been uh, a, a nice, most memorable. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm glad you had a great time, and I'm glad you know things are definitely you know um, uh, going amazing for you. And uh, congratulations to you know so so far and all your success. I appreciate that. I must mention one more time because yeah. the last time, uh, these three moments stand out for me. I almost forgot. Jersey City, Mother's Day, 2012. Mm -hmm. If anybody's listening to this um, um, uh, podcast, right. Cherries, it's closed now, but Cherries, um, <laughs> that club <laughs> was there forever. Oh my gosh. I went into that club. My sister, I had bought some material. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. And I yeah, asked yeah, her, yeah. my sister makes clothes. She's a okay. designer. I asked her to make me this long flowing gown I wanted to wear on Mother's Day even on stage. And she cut my material into this neat tea dress and I hated it. <laughs> and I had nothing else to wear on Mother's Day because she came with this tea dress and I was so mad at her. And wow. I got out the car in Jersey City and the first person that saw me was like, oh my God, that dress, that is bad. Oh girl, where you get that? My sister, to this day, she, you can't tell her nothing about that dress. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And she calls this show we when we talk about this show we just call it the quote unquote the dress show because I hated the dress everybody right. in the club as soon as I got to the door the owner of the club God bless her she said you look cute and everything I like that dress but what you here for the scene I said oh. I hate that I hate when people say that can I be I'm the stand up comedian can I be first She's right. Like, mm. She had no faith in me. Like, mm -hmm, go ahead, girl, with that nice dress on. <laughs> with that nice dress on, I was mad at her. She, uh, cause she was so stuck on my dress. I can't even stand to the mic. She's like, uh huh. She's like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> So they called my name, Sean. I got a standing ovation up in that club. Tina uh, Graham was there. She is the premier. Um, a booker of um, uh, uh, talent and comedy in the tri-state area. When I tell you I tore the roof off that sucker, wow. that was my standing ovation moment. Yes, that was when your I night. You, I got booked for seven shows. That This one at Jersey City got my name in lights in Jersey City on the marquee. Wow, that's amazing. 
he saw me at the Mother's Day event and he told me, he said, I'm gonna put your name in lights and he did. And I had wow. only did like three shows ever in my life and that's how my career took off. So wow. Then, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. That is amazing. It was wow, super- wow, wow, wow. Yeah, moments like that, it's like, you know, how can you forget, you know? I couldn't forget that. <laughs> yeah, it feels good sharing it, you know? It feels good sharing it. Absolutely. That was amazing. Absolutely amazing. That's 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 awesome. That's awesome. So I want to welcome uh, everyone um, to the show. If you just joining us here on the Anchor app or um, on the iTunes, Overcast, wherever you download the uh, Love Men's Radio Show podcast, um, this is a very special um, show because it is the last show of the year and Nia Namira is chopping it up talking about her amazing career in the comedy and then we're going to go into um, talking about amazing things for, in trading the market and um, glad that you can spend your evening on a Thursday evening with us so we're going to continue chopping it up here um, top five favorite comedians who would, you, who would be in your top five that was a great question. I have, I, I can't, it's like narrowing your kids down yeah. me for comedy. I gotta say, I love Mom's Maybelline. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, I love Johnny Carson and Steve Harvey. Those two are like, that. I love, I am a Johnny Carson fanatic. I got my behind whooped growing up because Johnny <laughs> Carson is going at 11.30 and it did not go off to 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Show every night and my mother used to get up in in that black and white TV with the antenna with the oh, yeah. remember those TVs? Yeah, I remember those TVs. My mother used to go crazy and I used to have to get up at like 6.30 in the morning get ready for school. I didn't care. I did not care. My grandmother convinced my mother leave her alone. Let her, as long as she get up to go to school, just let her watch it. <laughs> That's how bad I was with Johnny Carson. And I was young. I loved you. I'm sorry. I love me some Johnny Carson. Steve. Hey, yes. Um, Eddie Murphy, Gilda Radden, Joan Rivers, and I gotta say my girl Cheryl Underwood. I love okay. Yeah. Underwood. That's a that's a good pick. That's a good and top I, five and pick. And I take Gilda Radner because of Saturday <clears throat> Night Live, SNL. Okay. Right. Garrett Morris. Garrett Morris was there. Um, okay. Like the only black comedian on that on SNL, and if this is the first year drop, I'm talking about like '78. I mean, I was a huge SNL fan back then, but I loved Gilda Ratner. I could quote any Gilda Ratner scene or sketch by heart. By heart. Wow. And I fell in love with Joan. I fell in love with Joan because she used to stand in for Johnny. Right. Right. When he was gone. So these are these are comedians. But Eddie Murphy, I went to see him do live, right? Right. Classic. I, I went to see it. I went to see it live. Like like I was there. I was crazy. So I watched Eddie Murphy whole career from him going live to SNL to being a movie star and you know, being just a fantastic actor. You know, and a good dad. I don't care what they say about Eddie Murphy. His kids love him. He's a good dad. Yeah. He's a good dad. And my girl Anastasia the Bull. See, I saw that girl get it. I told I saw her talk about a taboo subject. Right. <laughs> and an all black audience, which taboo subjects don't go over very well with us. With yeah, right. Um, yeah. I oh got my you. gosh, she got a standing ovation. Uh, I, people was crying and laughing at the same time. It was awesome. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, thank, uh, thanks for uh, sharing that. <clears throat> but yeah, um, I, I think that was a great pick. Yeah, I think that was a great pick. I mean, Eddie, all-time favorite, you know. Um, I, I don't think, you know, there's only one Eddie Murphy. Absolutely. I love yeah. <laughs> You gotta love Richard Pryor if you love him. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Murphy stole from Pryor. And yeah. Murphy stole from... Um, 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 I can't, uh, not Mom's Mabley, I, uh, I can't think of his name with the jaws. Pygmy, Pygmy. He loves okay. the Pygmy. And, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 the prior stole from Pygmy. He was funny, he was a big time, he was working. He did that <laughs> Chitlin circuit back then. He was big time on that Chitlin circuit. 
right, right. <laughs> that's that's the story, though. That's how it goes. So, but wow. you can't love Murphy without Laura. You know, you gotta love Pryor. I used to steal those albums and listen to them in my mom's. You know, in my mom's room, she'd be at work before she get home when we got after school. <laughs> she knew I'd be in them apps. And she showing, she come right to me. She be, ain't nobody was in them albums but you. Well, you gotta stay out my phone. I ain't nobody. I know it. I'd be like, buddy, say another word. Now you're lying. I'd be like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And she knew who it was. She knew exactly who was in them albums. Listen to that. Listen to Richard Pryor concert. Right, right, right. That be me. Amazing, amazing. Um, what's your thoughts about old school stand up versus new versus you know today's new school stand up comedy? Good question. I think old school, um, the grind was harder. Yeah. I think, I think the old school, you stood to a mic and you make strangers laugh. That's old school. You travel miles for free for five minutes worth of stage time, real life stage time. Um, it's training. It's discipline. You write, write, write. You practice, practice, practice. And yeah. you might memorize a little bit. The new school, oh, they're looking for their virtual moment. Mm-hmm. Something, for something silly and every day, it doesn't necessarily actually have to be funny. But if it's so stupid, it now becomes funny. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> no practice is required. Um, you can perform anywhere, right? In your living room, mm-hmm. in your bathroom, in your kitchen. You don't have to step on the stage. Um, they could never, ever handle a heckler. <laughs> because they've never stepped on stage I've seen these people step off of Facebook with these, I've seen the dude that's a stress pack, I ain't mentioned no names um, however, he big time on Facebook with his videos, he hilarious on Facebook <laughs> and those videos, absolutely hilarious that stage wow, I promise you it's a whole another animal, and you might get a heckler too <laughs> you memorize your three or four lines. Now you all messed up because somebody you got dressed as heckler. You know, forgot yeah. what you memorized your little three lines you memorized. Now you ain't got nothing. You out here fishing, swimming. I done seen it happen. I done seen it happen. <laughs> so I'm always to the new school. I'm always to the new school. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm about to jump in that metaverse with them, them video stuff. That's good to have with this COVID stuff going on. However, any chance you get to step to a mic and do a live show, never turn it down. Yeah. Never turn cool, it down. Cool, cool. <clears throat> cool, cool. Thank you for that. You know what? Everyone that comes on to uh, my show here, I always like to ask this question because everyone always has like a different opinion and, uh, you know, I kind of just like to hear, you know, basically, you know, what happened in that year. So what was it like in the year of the pandemic not performing? And what did you do new, you know, with that time waited? <clears throat> That's a great question. Um, during the pandemic, actually, I caught COVID-19. March really? 20- wow. I caught COVID-19 March 2020 when nobody basically knew what it was. Right, right, right. I had pneumonia for three and a half, COVID pneumonia for three and a half months. I didn't know if I was going to live or die. I couldn't breathe properly until just still get my breathing stuff together this year. Um, I always, you know, I tell people it made me grow as a person. It made me appreciate every little thing I had. I take nothing for granted. Right. Um. And COVID-19 brought out all kinds of um, emotions that I've had held down for years that I addressed with people, including in my family. Um, we've had right, some yeah. heart to hearts down, right, outright. I don't care if this was the year. Like, if I almost died, I got a right to say anything to somebody, and I'm going to say it. I'm not, it's just how I say it. But we about to have this hard conversation. Yeah. Um, I had some hard conversations this year. I'm glad I had them. You know right. why? Because... It stifled me as a person when you hold stuff in and you want to say it and it's on your chest and you just you don't can't find a moment or time or how the other person gonna feel. I stopped feeling bad about how other people gonna feel. You got something to say, say it. Yeah. 
and we're going to deal with it later. If you're not mature enough for us to get back to it, you know, well, then it was never meant to be. And I don't care that I go for anybody, family, friend, or foe. If, if I can't be honest with you and 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 give you the real Amira, mm-hmm. no need for us to go any further. And this may be our season because I learned this too. People come to your life for a season and a reason. <laughs> yes. Season and a reason. This may yeah. not be our season, but I'm always here. But that's what I learned um, during COVID. And I also learned that I can paint on the canvas. I didn't know I could paint like that. Oh my wow. God. I've been painting and giving paintings and selling okay. paintings. And okay. Yeah, I could paint. I always had, I always thought I could. And I never actually just, like, girl, just paint it. <laughs> and, I, and I just did it. And oh my God, I've made some beautiful paintings. I didn't know I could paint on camera. Wow. Wow. Isn't isn't that something? I <laughs> did not know it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I'm glad that, you know, you overcome, you know, you have a, uh, overcame, you know, COVID. And I'm glad that you're here, healthy, doing your thing. And, and, and you know, you're living life and you're, um, you're, you're doing amazing things, helping other people, doing amazing things. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that we're here on the show. <laughs> so congratulations, you know, wow. But yeah, what, what, what an experience. <clears throat> What an experience. Wow. Was. Yeah, was, was, yes. Um, who is your inspiration and why? My biggest inspiration is my great grandmother. She raised my mother. She helped raise me. Her name is Helen G. Martin. She mm-hmm. had a great education. She owned a she owned a building. She was born in 1911 and she owned a building by the time she was 21. She had a sixth grade education. She was a master seamstress. She worked for Ole Cassini, a a very famous designer. Very, very famous. He made all of Jacqueline O'Kennedy's fashion. And he couldn't sell, but my grandma was the seamstress because the designers still to this day, they just draw, they don't sell. They draw it up and then the seamstress, yeah, they draw it up and the seamstress sews it up. And back then, because there was no mass production, the seamstresses, two or three dresses that went in the showroom would have to be absolutely perfect. And my grandmother was the master seamstress. And she made a lot of money and she was a very wise woman with a sixth grade education. She owned wow. seven homes. She died <clears throat> a wealthy woman. Um, her, her, her main um, goal in life, her main motto, um, what she instilled in us was kindness and love, mm-hmm. education, and it's always two ways to skin a cat. That was yeah. her. That's my grandma. <laughs> that, that's her. That was her kindness and love, education, uh, two ways to skin a cat. And I must say politics because she gave me a love of politics. That was her, right. her four things. Always vote, vote, vote. Because they struggled and scrimped and scraped so hard for that right to vote that we now take it for advantage, you know? And she was so getting out and vote. My grandmother voted for dog catcher, pillow man. It didn't matter. Balloon man. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? That's it. She gonna vote. But yeah, it was my great grandmother. Thank you for asking. Yes, 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 yes. And and, and I'm glad, you know, um, that, you know, that's your inspiration and yes god bless um how would you describe how would you describe yourself as a comedian and what can someone look forward to when they come to see you that's a good question um i'm very personable i don't you know because i think it's some black-hearted comedians out there a real quick example is if you come to a comedy show and being <laughs> picks on one particular person his whole set you have a black heart, sir, because this person <laughs> literally paid money to come see a comedy show. Not you pick on them for 20 minutes. I don't like that. I don't get down like that. You don't have any material. Sit your ass down. Excuse my language. <laughs> let somebody really do a comedy show. Cause, or go back and write some real jokes. Because people didn't pay money to come here. You pick on them 
for 20 minutes. Now, don't get me wrong. You get out of pocket and you in the middle of somebody show heckling and, and hollering screaming. Now, you're supposed to get dealt with. But right. just sitting in the front, you know, I don't like comedians like that. Me, my style is I'm personable. Um, mm-hmm. I'm self-deprecating. I talk about myself. Okay? Yeah, all right. <laughs> I gave a little example of that. I talk about myself. I'm menopausal, aging, black woman. So you know mm-hmm. I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I'll tell you, we got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. As long as y'all got a fan and my eyebrow ain't sweated off, we gonna have, like, we gonna have, we gonna have us a good show. Can I yeah. get a fan? A bottle of water, and is my eyebrow still on before y'all stop snapping pictures, Brown? We and I'm good. <laughs> no, that's a good call out, though. That's a good call out, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully, you know, like I said, hopefully 2022 um, c- kind of continues to, you know, move in the right direction. And, um, you know, you definitely have my support. You know, any any time that you're around and doing a show, I'm I'm out there supporting you. <clears throat> appreciate it. Thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate that. Yes, no problem, no problem. So on to now, we're going to kind of move forward into another amazing thing that you're doing, which we kind of spoke about a little bit early, but I guess now we can get more yeah. detail about crypto and trading the market. <clears throat> yes, amazing things that. Uh, you have been doing recently and helping other people earn extra income and uh, and, ju- and just you know um, you know helping you know making money you know trading trading the market and you know I have some uh, great questions here and I know you're gonna share some great um, insight on what crypto is and how trading the collateral collateration is and all that great stuff so I guess so many people may not know about crypto Right. So I guess we can just start of you telling us a little bit about crypto and trading the collaboration. And I'm pretty new to it myself. So I'll give you the best information I know how. And what I always tell people is to always go do your own research. Uh, Correct. But the best way to describe a cryptocurrency is it is a digital currency. You believe it or not, PayPal, Venmo, Mm. Cash App. These are literally cryptocurrency platforms because you can't hold uh, PayPal. You can't touch pay uh, cash app. You can't right. put Venmo on your table and as a credit card, like you, you can't, it's a, it's a platform. So crypto is a digital currency. And because four or five um, nations currencies have moved to cryptocurrency, it's becoming more and more familiar as a way to do business um, for foundations um, and for um, some of these gaming and websites offer uh, some of these gamers and, 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 and people that want to view the content tokens, okay. crypto wow. tokens. <clears throat> and in the future you'll use this crypto token to go view this content and to play these games and when you're ready to cash it out it should be in U.S. dollars. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. You, you know, and, and it's crazy because, um, you know, sometimes like uh, even for myself, you know, I'm just now, you know, talking to you. I'm learning more about it. And, um, you know, I, I looked some things up, you know, when I first saw you posting and, you know, talking about your amazing uh, trip and stuff like that. And I was like, wow. I said, okay you know this is crazy because some of this stuff has been around but i guess you know it's a little bit more now i guess being known and uh when i looked it up i'm like wow i did not know so much information was behind this and you can actually make money (laughs) you can you can actually literally make money um crypto it's it's a few different ways to do it too Um, right different ways to do it Wow. Wow. So um, a- another uh, question for you, I guess it goes into a little bit what you were saying. Uh, what makes uh, uh, crypto successful? <clears throat> that's an excellent question. We know we that's an excellent question, Sean. Wow. You know <laughs> okay. what? I asked them 
me this and they told me just like this and they've been in the crypto world for for 10 years when we we were rolling our eyes at people talk about bitcoin that's how yeah. the person has been in and from day to day no one really knows what coin's going to shoot up right you know, that's why they say get in by a little of everything uh one thing about the trading world mm-hmm. you buy a rumor right you a rumor about a coin go buy it mm. go buy it go i never thought it. about it that way wow next year that coin right now it may be worth uh uh, uh the cost of it may be less than half a penny right but right next year that same that same coin may very well be worth 21 dollars now imagine you bought that coin at a half a cent and you have a million dollars worth of those coins. It costs you a thousand bucks. Yeah. A million dollars worth of coins. And next year, this time, that same coin hit a dollar. Let's say it hit a dollar. Never mind 21. If it hits a dollar, guess who's an instant millionaire? Wow. Right. You're an instant millionaire because your coins can now be cashed into United States dollars for a million dollars wow wow absolutely and that's what makes crypto so so exciting so lucrative it's scary i tell people all the time it's just as scary as it is lucrative um right (laughs) i always tell people i recommend a mentor i recommend you grab on to someone who actually has been out here dealing dealing with crypto and know the nfts and know these yeah nooks and crannies i'm yeah mentor I have a few people I could call and hey, what's this and how does this go? It's a few groups on Telegram I tell people. Crypto. Um, there's one I'm gonna throw out. It's called Joke uh Community. That's for the right. crypto coin that's connected with YouTube. Okay, um, wow, okay. But it's a nice way to get involved and t- to gather some information for things you may not know, but trust me. You want to know. <laughs> you want to know about it. Trust and believe this. <laughs> it's a good way to wow. get Wow. Yeah. Thank you for that uh, great information there. Wow. Now, you know, we spoke about your amazing career in, uh, in you know, stand-up comedy. And now we're talking, you know, crypto and trading, trading the uh, market. How did you get in this part of the business? And how, how do you feel about it today? That's a great question. Um, I got into trading. I knew about Forex trading um, maybe a few years ago. Me and my sister were out in Virginia. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a show doing some poetry, and I was there with her. And I met a gentleman, and he pulled up in his fancy car and all of this stuff. And y'all, y'all, y'all was like, wow, what do you do for a living? And he was like, I trade. And I was like, you trade? <laughs> you trade what? And he, right. was like, Forex. and he was like you should learn he said you'll be good at it so long story short short um dude started teaching me i didn't want to be bothering him he was flaky and um he didn't want to give me the information no more <laughs> so, he won't give me the information no more and i had hit one of my girlfriends up who i know is into into forex trading and she told me at the time about this great wonderful school this is back in 2012 she told me about this great wonderful school um uh, at, i got it backwards in 2012 my girlfriend came to me and asked me about forex trading i told her yeah. school costs too much i met a gentleman then who had the big shiny objects to really show me what forex could do and i was like oh this is what she was talking about mm-hmm. I want to learn now. So he was like, oh, I teach you. But he had a few stipulations with that teaching. Wink, wink. I wasn't down with all that. So I was like, (laughs) I need to to still learn it. But I didn't have the money to go to the school. The school she was going to at the time, I think it was like $340 a month. It was crazy. Wow. Right. $340 a month. She did it. She did it for like two years. She did it for two years. And the, the six or seven people that went to that school with Dr. Manoa McClendon are now all full-blown millionaires. Mm. They all full-blown millionaires. Wow. They all right, they all own or own or operate or work within his school and his right. university <clears throat> that is now in 52 countries. 
They, it's just bananas. Um, and the, Sean, I always look back because you know I really had that 340 a month. I had it. I was mad. yeah. I ain't want to see me. I would like I tell people if you don't have that hour a day to put in yourself to sit down and really learn, don't even waste your money. Yeah, don't, yeah. If you don't have the hour the day to put into learning the forex market, don't do it. And what happened was during lockdown, I went to her again. I said, "Hey, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready." I had COVID. I'm in the house, you know. Mm-hmm. Income, rent, stuff paid. I want to learn. I want to learn how to trade. I, I'm not going back to work for these people. They tried to kill me. I'm not doing that. Right. I, I'm not <laughs> doing it. I, I need to buy something else. I need four or five. <laughs> income. I'm not going back over there. And she said, "Perfect timing, Amira. We just opened the school. It's ninety nine dollars a month. What? I could afford it. <laughs> what?" She said yes with master traders from all over the world. There, every single last one of them are proven, uh, uh, bona fide. You can look them up, millionaires, and they've been trading for more than seven years. All of them, um, and they've all won. They're they're living. You you're gonna learn something, um, and not only that, the mindset. She told me. I said, "Girl, I pay two hundred dollars now for that." My God, like what? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to get some money. I'm trying to change my mindset. I'm trying to change my friends. I'm trying to change everything. Let's go. After COVID, <laughs> I swear that's how I felt. I just and it's not that I don't love my friends I have for lifetime, but like I said, some people come for a reason and for a season. Yeah. Okay. And the ones that's still rocking with me, they still rocking with me for a reason. But I did know. If I want to be a millionaire, I need to be around millionaires. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If I want Makes to be sense. a millionaire, I need to be around billionaires. I need to be around these people who do what I want to do. Okay. And yeah. I, I changed my mindset, my group of friends, um, and I put my head down and I studied for six months, um, and I learned how to trade. And wow. I love the product. I love the school. I love the community. It's a community of Black folks. Don't get me wrong; it's a mixed community. However, it is it is founded by a young Black man. He is a bishop. His name is Dr. Manoa McClendon. When I saw this man in Texas, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I, 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 this is a man I want to follow. I saw yeah. And I saw that man crying. I saw that man dancing, laughing with us, snotting. <laughs> I saw him pull up in, in 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 Lambo and got out here with us and did the thing. I seen him praise my friend Jenis, who's been with him since day one at his old school. How he cried tears about her being his bride or die. He said, "You're not my wife, but you've been here for me since day one." He said, "You get on my last nerve, but I couldn't have did it without." I said, "When I see a humble, humble, intelligent man, black man, young, young, I think he's 41, 42, young, yeah, young, wealthy and humble like that." What? I'm about wow. to follow him. He started his convention off, and he's a bishop. He started his convention. It's for all my church folk about to listen to this. This is Dr. Manuel McClendon. I might, yeah. I'm not quoting it right, but this he said something around this. He said, for all our church folks, get up off your knees and stop praying for money in these churches. Mm. Okay? It ain't coming. It's not coming to you like that. You're better off praying for a tablet and get up on one of these tables and watch one of these videos and get some of these skills for trading. But that money you praying for is not coming like that. Wow. It's wow. not coming. I'm sorry. It's not. It's just not. Um, and that's where and 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 that's where my mindset is. That's where I come from. Okay. From from uh from from Houston with these people that young winning getting it. You yeah, know? that's amazing. You that is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, and I saw your posters. I mean, it it it, see, it looked like a great, amazing trip. Great, great, you know, amazing experience. Um, so I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad you got a chance to, uh, live that experience. And now you're sharing that, you know, great experience and helping people at the same time. So that's awesome. 
It's yes. And let me just finish with that. And with that, what we do is we bring people in. And mm-hmm. if you want to come in, it's $99 a month. I tell people all the time, $99 a month, girl, buy you a bottle bad wig and throw it in the garbage for 90 90- on can you hear me well yes okay so not bad we got through the whole show so yeah. we just wrapped some things up here but um yeah so before we got cut off um we were talking about trading the market and we, we were talking about a whole bunch of amazing things in, the, in this type of business yeah um, i think i think we left off um you know you spoke about how you got in to this part of the business and how you feel about it today and um that was just amazing you know the trip that you had in houston amazing trip you know with the bishop and everyone that you met there and now you're sharing that amazing things and helping everyone um get into this business and i think you were sharing with us on how to join and what's the cause and how to sign up if i you know if i can recap from Absolutely. Um, like I was saying, it's $99 a month. I tell people, try it for $99. Like, it's you, you, we spend and waste money on a bad meal for $99. Uh, yeah, yeah. Try for a month. <laughs> I tell people, try for a month. If you have an hour a day to put your head down and go through the back office and learn, go through some of the videos because the videos, they give you a chance to stop, pause, take notes, and that's where you're going to learn the bulk of your information. Then yeah. I always suggest you take three, go through two or three videos and jump in a live class. They have 70 live class, 60 to 70 live classes a week. There's no reason you wow. jump into a class. And right. you're allowed to ask anything to any master teacher. So if they're talking about chapter nine and you're in chapter one and you have a question, that's their job. They're going to answer you. And nine times out of 10, if you drop it in the chat, the community going to help you anyway. They, they, girl, they'd be like, girl, jump on Zoom with me. I'm about to walk you, you know, so <laughs> come rom, I'm telling you, I'll be on Zoom all day. Don't ask a question. Somebody taking you to Zoom. They about to walk you hand in hand through. And I love that. I would pay and I break it down like this. It's $3.33 a day to learn how to trade. I would pay mm-hmm. $5.33 a day to be in the community alone, you know? And then we have where you can spend another $30 and it allows you to build, it allows you to build your own company under the Tradenology umbrella. So you now don't have to worry about the expense for the website, the materials, your, 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 um, uh, any of the scripts, any of the information that we're passing out. It's there. It's done for you for $30 a month. You get to name your business anything you want. You bring in these people. They pay you for bringing people in. It's literally people in Tradenology that make $25K a month. Wow. It's a gentleman. He makes $25K a month. He doesn't even trade. Okay? We get on him all the time. Boy, you better learn how to trade. But yeah, right, right. He's a builder. His main concern is bringing in people who do want to learn how to trade. And he brings them to trade knowledge and signs them up. And every time he builds, brings them in, trade knowledge pays him more and more money. And he, they just recently bought that guy a, a, a BMW and pay his car payments. So it's so wow. many different ways to win in the company. Um, and I'm, before, we're going to finish this up. I just wanted to also correlate. Yeah, how- absolutely how the crypto is now correlating with uh, trading and comedy. Wow. And trading, you can always trade crypto because there are a lot of different crypto coins out there. You can okay. trade, you, you are allowed to trade crypto every day without actually owning it. So every day you could go into a platform, it's called Hugo's Way, start a demo, and go in there and trade some Bitcoin. Today, let's say we want to sell it. We'll sell it at a penny. So at a penny, if it goes our way, we'll make some money at a penny. If it goes, if it doesn't go our way, we'll lose a few cents. It's a penny. Right. Um, but it gives you an opportunity to practice. Um, and you can trade crypto just as well as you, we trade uh, currency pairs. Um, that's We trade the like Canadian dollar against the U.S. dollar. We trade the European uh, um, uh, the euro against the Japanese yen 
Um, and what we do for that particular pair in that particular day, we say, which pair is stronger? Who's going to win today? Who's going to be the bull? Who's going to be the bear? And, right. and that's what we do when we come out of that. Um, long as you have an idea of which way the, the trend is going, you will make some money. Um, and then with the comedy, uh, after coming from Houston, Texas, I met Andy Young and Simon. I mean, his name is, I'm sorry, his name is Simon Simon Young and Andy Price, mm -hmm. the CEO and COO of the joke token. And what this token, this crypto coin, is all about, it's all about comedians. It's called the joke token for a reason. It's made particularly and specifically around entertainment for comedians. Um, as a comedian, I've gotten my material stolen off of YouTube. I have watched famous comedians literally ask me my name, <laughs> ask me, did I have anything on YouTube? And me all excited to see him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Get the famous comedian my name. He went in the corner, watched my two little two little videos I had on YouTube walk right by me and did my jokes in front of my face. Wow. And yeah, that happened to me and left me. Um, and I had two shows that night with him, an eight and a 10 o'clock show. And the eight o'clock show was great. Cause I still, I had adrenaline by the time my feelings and emotions had kicked in for that 10 o'clock show. And he <laughs> took my last joke. I ain't had, and I was a very young comedian. So I didn't right. have a lot of material. Um, so my joke, I was done. It scarred me, scarred me. It kept me out of comedy for, for some months. However, it did not stop me from writing. Um, because the one thing I know is I'm creative. I don't have to steal anyone's joke. I have a creative mind. I'm a writer. I'm right. a poet. Right. I love words. I'm a word, <clears throat> word connoisseur. Um, and I did that. So what this project does, it allows us comedians to publish our our jokes under this uh, joke dot community umbrella, and okay. when we publish a joke with them, it's copywritten. It's copywritten. Mm. Now I had a comedian say, "Well, you know, you still can't walk in a comedy club and say, well, hey, that's my joke.'" I said, "Why the hell can't you?" <laughs> right. <laughs> and why the hell can't you? I said, "You might not can't. You know, we ain't gonna be in court over no two bit joke." How? It's fun. All right, so <laughs> it's starting to act up on us, right? But we didn't yeah. do bad. No, not at all. We're about to close it up anyway. I just wanted yes. to finish up my thought about yeah. The Again, guys, it's called the Joke Dot Community. Go into that web page and check it out if you have a chance. Go buy the token. This is our Bitcoin moment. The right. Bitcoin right now, it's less than a cent. It's less than a cent. So if you have $100, <laughs> you're able to get 100,000 coins. And this coin is going to go up to $10. So imagine wow. when it gets to $1, you'll have $100,000. When it gets to 10, you'll have a million point one. Let's go. And the reason Let's go. why the coin is going to take off, it's directly um, correlated with YouTube uh, because Mark Zuckerberg took Facebook to the metaverse. Soon on Facebook, all those videos they watch and all those games, you're going to need a token. It's called the Mana token. Okay? The day he introduced and said he was dropping, the day he dropped Meta, dropped the name that token shot up to over six hundred dollars a coin per coin <laughs> it was it was less than a cent just like our coin is now and you yeah. hasn't announced the meta yet but every single platform you got to think about it mark owns three of the biggest social media platforms whatsapp uh instagram and facebook oh and messenger by the way four excuse me they all went to Meta. Guess who's going next? YouTube. They have wow. no choice but to go. It's right. all correlated. We watch, most of the times on Facebook, we watch YouTube videos. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so now you're going to need a token very shortly. And that token you're going to need, especially if it has anything to do with comedy, 
and we love watching comedy videos, right? If it has mm-hmm. anything to do with comedy and it's under this joke umbrella, you're going to need this token. They're looking to move it for any kind of content for comedy, period. That's what they're, one, they're trying to do. So this coin has a whole ecosystem. It's going to allow you to view content. It's going to allow comedians to copyright their their jokes. And it's going to give us a chance to mint our jokes into a crypto coin and sell it. Wow. How can you go wrong? You, you're going to be able to mint a script, a skit. This is for all those kids out there that like to do those silly videos. Thing. Now is your time. We're going to allow you to mint those things into a crypto coin and go on an exchange and sell it for real live cash. Now, if you mint a million of them and you sell them for a dollar, well, hello. <laughs> well, hello. I'm just saying, this is the future of comedy. And this is where it's at. You guys, it's joke.community. Hit me up, Amira Ryans. Yes. I'm always available. Um, I'm on all social media platforms. Um, Sean, it's been an absolute pleasure. I don't want to take up any more of your time. No, so and, trust and me. Lose our feed. <laughs> <laughs> trust me. I had I, I hope you had a great time. Um I did. thank you. Yes, thank you for thank you for coming on. I hope it's not you know the last. Um, I, I hope that you come back again. We can chop it up again. Um, and congratulations to all your success of what's going on. And I know 2022 is even going to be bigger, you know, in this business. And um, I definitely look into um, talking with you uh, more about this business and you know the the, the great opportunities that are coming your way. And uh, thank you. Thank you for everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, guys. Happy holidays. Yes. Happy Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, and all that good stuff. (laughs) Peaceful, blessed, and happy. Yes. You too. Thank you. Good. Good. Thank you. Thanks for coming on again. And guys, thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed today's show. It will be available on demand um, on the Anchor app a little bit later on tonight. You can share it, download it, enjoy it. Great information. And thank you to my guest Amira again for coming on. And happy holidays to you, Amira, and your family. And God bless. God bless. Thank you so much. Have a great night.